This is Mike Kitko, and I'm a small business owner just like you. I'll never be a hustle whore or grind guru, but I do believe in having it all, health, wealth, and a life full of love. Struggle is not the goal, and sacrifice is not glamorous. I like the path of least resistance. It just takes a shift in mindset and the beliefs you hold. Do you believe that you need to sacrifice now to have what you want later? Or do you believe that you can have it all, all the time? Because your beliefs create your outcomes. I choose to feel wealthy, successful, and happy every day, and you get to choose for yourself. Welcome to Lead, Love, Profit, Play, where small business owners learn and choose to have it all and choose to create success without the stress. I've noticed something lately that I want to share with you guys. This is a, uh, you know, sometimes when when I do these podcasts, I, I do these episodes when I record these, it's, and sometimes when I'm like just living, <laughs> spending time doing my favorite things in the world, which is kind of sitting still and contemplating life and understanding what's going on inside my mind and my body and my life in my, uh, you know, things that are, that are feel, seem to, to feel like they're working, things that, that seem to feel like they're not working, like always constantly, you know, looking at life from different angles and, and, uh, uh, I did an episode before. Do you think about what you think about? And I think about what I think about a whole lot. And, and I think about everything. I just, I love thinking, love that whole process. And, and anyway, just like investigating life with my thoughts. But sometimes I take this little subtle shift in thought or this little somewhat what sometimes seems like an insignificant thought and it becomes this big thing that kind of changes the way I look at life right and sometimes I'll you know maybe I've shared them before on, on this podcast and you're like well you know of course you know, that's dumb but anyway you know I just I share what's on my heart and what's on my soul and what's working for me and hope hope that you get some benefit some value but there's something that uh, I've noticed lately and it it's been powerful for me and i'm not saying i get it right every single time and it's it's you know a, a, there's no there's no no one perfect if you look at all the gurus in the world the tony robbins you know the gary vaynerchucks the whoever you know no one's perfect no one has all of their life together and and you look at tony tony still suffers from worry fear and doubt and he'll tell you that and gary v you know same thing and you know he does care what people think about him i mean he you know he, he talks about not caring but the point is the reason he's so adamant about people, you know, not caring about what people think about you is because he suffered from that before. I mean, that's, that's just a, I don't know, just, just an awareness that, that I've seen is the thing, the message we want to share with the world is the thing that we, you know, we struggle with ourselves. Anyway, so I'm not perfect at, at this, at this stuff. And so what I'm about to share, you know, I'm not a master. It's just, it's just a reflection and it's just a pr pretty cool concept that seems to have moved the needle in my life and seems to have made a difference. So I want to share that with you. All right. Um, do you know the first thought that I have in the morning, the very first thought kind of sets the tone for the entire day? And I've recognized this. There's, I wake up, I don't, I don't have an alarm clock. I don't, I don't use an alarm clock. I go to sleep when my body's tired and I wake up when my body's rested. And, uh, and, and I haven't used an alarm clock in, in freaking years, but, um, uh, you know, I, I, 
I love sleep and I, I, I'm a napper. Um, my wife and I take naps and when we're, when we're tired and, you know, we don't live a, we don't live an apathetic life. We don't live a, you know, a, a life of, uh, um, of just all of rest, but cause I got a four mile run in this morning. But the point is, is when, when our body is tired, it's asking for rest. It's not asking for caffeine. I do drink coffee, but when our body is tired, it's asking for rest. It's not asking for a, a pick me up. It's at, literally asking for rest. So I honor my body when, when at night, when I start to get tired, I go to sleep in the morning. When my body wakes up, I, I wake up, I get out of bed. And, and I, you know, I, I, I listen to my body and I haven't always listened to my body, but it's important that we do so. But what I've, what I've recognized is the very first thought in the morning sets the tone for, for my entire day. And, and I, I can, like, if, if, if I have a thought that's, that's not super empowering, the first thought, you know, I, I can, um, I can realign and, you know, do the work, do the introspective work to, to get back and get recalibrated to get back, you know, into a, into an empowering place. But it's just that, that first thought, it's kind of like, it's critical to, to how I show up for, for, you know, the first few hours of the day. And, and here's what I've noticed. The, the thing that, the thing that lights my soul on fire is when I wake up in a high level of self-respect and, and I, I've seen this. I've seen it. Uh, I've, I've witnessed it. I've watched it. I've, I've educated about it. When I wake up and I'm in a high level of self-respect, it's almost like, let's fucking go. It's like, like there's, there's an excitement. There's an energy. There's a passion. There's an enthusiasm to, uh, to, to just go out and, and, to make a difference in this world and show up for myself and show up for my family and show up for, you know, for, for my, my peeps and, and, and just show up in the world. And when, when I wake up with a high level of self-respect, it's like, it's go time, but there's certain mornings that I wake up and there's a little bit of regret and the, a lack of, a lack of full self-respect. And, and I've, I've, I've recognized this and I've witnessed it and I've watched it. And, and, and I, I know, I know the reason I've, I've realized the reason from, from introspection, from contemplation, from downshifting and, and really paying attention to what's happening in my, in my life. I've recognized the root cause. It's when the day before I've made disempowering choices, the next day, the very next day, the first thing I do is wake up with a little bit of regret and regret. It's that lack of complete self-respect that kind of like sets me back a little bit. Not that, not that I can't recover, but when that first thought in the morning is disempowering, it just takes a little bit extra juice in the morning to be able to fully step into my my full power and my full purpose and my full potential it's almost like it's almost like there needs to be a little bit of a recovery time and a little bit of forgiveness time and a little bit of self acceptance before i'm i'm at a 
you know, before I'm, I'm at my, my baseline state and then I can move forward from there. Those mornings that I wake up with that full level of self-respect, that full level of dignity, that full level of, you know, enthusiasm, then it's go time from that point. And there's like the day becomes more, more powerful. But when, when I wake up with that little glint, that little glint of, of, uh, Regret. It, it typically comes from uh, some disempowering choice that I made the day before. So, for instance, I love food. Holy crap, do I love food? I love food. I love eating. Uh, I love. I love living life through my taste buds. I really enjoy tasting like new foods, uh, new new wines. Uh, my, my wife is a, is a big whiskey lover. Uh, I love tasting new whiskeys. Um, but whenever you push the, whenever I, I'll speak for myself, whenever I push the boundaries on what I've eaten, what I, what I've, I've consumed, what I drank, like maybe I had too much of a food. Maybe there was some sugar involved. Maybe I just wanted to taste a, a little bit and I ended up tasting a lot. It's like, it's like, Maybe, maybe I had a day where, you know, I, I, I could have shown up more powerfully and, and, and I, I regret something. But the point being is there's some disempowering choice that I made the, the day before. And when I make a disempowering choice for my mind, my body, my emotions, when I make a disempowering choice, for my my coaching practice when i make a, a disempowering choice for my family like that that kind of that tends to carry over to the next day and and in the morning it seems like i review that new choice now again i understand the power of self forgiveness and i do practice self forgiveness to a high degree and and i understand that it's it's all perfect and we're all imperfect and, and, and life is, is full of perfect imperfections and, and there are no coincidences and there are no mistakes and it's all a growth opportunity. Guys, there, I believe all of that completely, but I still recognize that little bit of regret first thing in the morning. And this is where I have to clean up and, and, and hit the reset. Now, when, when I, I started noticing this, that some days, as soon as I woke up, I felt a high level of empowerment. And some days I had to recover my empowerment when I recognized this. And I tracked it back to the day before and, and how I showed up the day before. And what was that, that regret? What was that? Maybe I've, maybe I'm, I'm feeling the, the food baby in my, in my stomach or, you know, that, that there was something that I ate. Maybe I ate too late and, you know, maybe, maybe I had, you know, I don't know. It it could be a number of things. Maybe it was a day that I skipped exercise and, and, and I, there was that regret, you know, Either way, it was something disempowering that I did that I can track back and, and I can start to unpack that, right? Then, then the next step, and this is, this is like the, this is the epiphany that came out of this. And maybe this won't be an epiphany for you. I'm just, I'm just sharing my, my thoughts and sharing my life with you. All, all we need to do in, in order to, completely recreate our life 
and build our life and expand, expand on our, our life and grow in our life. All we need to do is stack empowered decisions. That might not sound game changing to you. That might not sound like, like life changing wisdom to you. But, but I'm going to tell you for me, like I love simple and I love easy and I love elegant and thinking about the process of growth through stacking empowered decisions. It creates an ease and a grace towards something powerful and powerful outcomes and creating more wealth and creating more success and creating more happiness and creating more love in my life. For me, that's a game changer. So I'm sitting here and right now and I've got my my Baltimore Ravens sweatshirt on, my hoodie. And my wife and I uh, are from the Mid-Atlantic. We were I'm I'm a Baltimore on and, and by by birth and we were uh we were season ticket holders when we were when we were lived back in Maryland. We were season ticket holders in the 2000 season when when the Ravens won the Super Bowl. And as a Ravens fan, I, I love watching the process. And John Harbaugh is the coach of the Ravens right now, and and he's such an outstanding coach. And what he does every year is the Ravens, they're, they're a great developmental team. They bring in, they bring in players and they can polish these, these, these imperfect athletes and they can just polish them up. And you can see every year these, these athletes getting better, you know, and, and the, they, they keep, they keep the best athlete. They, they, they draft awesome. They're known as a, a, a superpower in the draft and they bring in college prospects from, you know, from these little small schools that there's something, there's a diamond in them that they can see and maybe nobody else can. And they start to polish. And after a few years, they see these guys from these really small schools that, you know, evolve and grow into a, you know, into a, a, a superstar player. But anyway, there's a, there's a, a philosophy that, John Harbaugh, the coach of the Ravens, like kind of espouses uh, every year. And all he says is stack practices. So in training camp, when they're in training camp in July, late July to August, and they have about four weeks of, of really like, you know, two a day practices and lots of meetings and they're, you know, they're getting, they're introducing the playbook and they're, they're, they're practicing plays and really implementing the playbook. John Harbaugh says, listen, don't focus on training camp, just stack practices, conquer and master this practice. And when this practice is done, then shift your focus to, to, to mastering the next practice or mastering the next meeting. It's just focus on the task right in front of you. The task right in front of you is the, the most important thing in your life, not the outcome, not winning the Super Bowl. The winning the Super Bowl is the goal, but winning the Super Bowl is not the most important thing in your life. Winning the, winning the Super Bowl is the goal. The, the most important thing in your life is this, this next practice or that next meeting. Conquer that practice and dominate that practice, dominate that, that meeting. And stack 
practices and stack meetings. Dominate one meeting, then the next, then the next, then the next, then the next. Dominate a practice, then the next, then the next, then the next. And if you stack practices, we'll win the Super Bowl. And when you look at life, when you look at goal achievement, the goal is to win the Super Bowl. The goal is to grow your business. The goal is to create wealth. The goal is whatever, whatever your goal is. It's not the most important thing in your life. The goal is the goal. The most important thing in your life is the very next decision that you make towards that goal. In that very next decision that you make, in the very single next decision that you make, you're going to see the the path to the next decision that you make. So if you don't get the, if you don't create an empowered decision in the next, then you you might miss the the empowered decision in in the decision after that. So you might start heading down this path that veers off the course and not towards your goal. The goal is the goal, but the most important thing that you have to focus on and the most important thing in your life is that very next decision, the very next meeting, the very next action, the very next training. Focus on the next whatever or the one that you're currently embarked in. And that's what I mean. The one that's right in front of you, that's the most important thing in your life. Because if you don't get that one right, you don't know where it's going to lead. If you don't, if that isn't powerful, then you don't know where, where it's going to lead, right? You don't know if you're setting yourself up for the next one to be equally powerful. This is important because when you think about a decision, a, a decision just means that you're choosing, you're choosing an action. You're choosing, you're making a choice. Decision means to decide. It means to eliminate all other options and choose one. That is what a decision means. It means to choose one and let all the rest of the options go. And the most important part in here for me, and very simple but powerful, is sometimes we think we've decided and made a choice, but really we're still negotiating among the choices. Like if you think, I want a snack. And then, you know, you, you check in and you say, you know what? I'm not hungry, so I'm not going to get a snack. And then that a second later, you say, yeah, you know what? We're not going to get a snack. We're not hungry. We're not going to get a snack. So it's done. Then a second later, you think you've made a choice, right? You think you've decided. Then a minute later, you say, mm, yeah, but maybe, maybe I do want that snack. So you haven't decided. You're still negotiating. Yeah, but you know, we're not hungry, but it sure would be good to taste those, those pretzels. And then 
you know, you're back into negotiation and you say, you know, no, no, I'm not hungry. It's too late. I'm not going to eat. I'm, I'm done. I'm not going to get a snack. Like you just, you've decided. Then a second later, mm. but a pretzel won't hurt. You're back to negotiating. You're back to negotiating with yourself. You haven't made a decision. You're still in the, you're still in the haggling process. You're still negotiating. A decision means you have eliminated all other options. And if you go back and forth between options, you are negotiating options. That subtle awareness has helped me so much because I, I've watched how much my mind negotiates outcomes, um, uh, negotiates among, among choices, negotiates among options. And what I get to do from this point is say, what is the most empowering option that I have in front of me? Instead of, do I want a pretzel or don't I? What is the most empowering choice that I have right in front of me? If I'm not hungry and it's late, the most empowering choice is probably not to eat. If I choose otherwise, then I've made a disempowering choice. Now, it might seem subtle to you, but your body doesn't need an overload of calories. Your body doesn't need an overflow of nutrition. You're just eating for entertainment's sake. And I'm not saying that's bad. All I'm saying is it's not empowering. That's all. You can, you can get a snack. I get, I get snacks. I snack. I'm just presenting this just for, for your, your understanding and awareness of empowering versus disempowering. If your body is dehydrated and you don't drink water, you're making a disempowering choice. If you have that alcoholic beverage that puts you over a certain point where you wake up in the morning with fog brain, you've made a disempowering choice. If you stuff yourself and your stomach hurts, you've made a disempowering choice. If if you don't show up and meet your commitments, your agreements, you are making a, a disempowering choice. If if today is an exercise day and you don't exercise, you've made a disempowering choice. You're out of integrity. And, and the way to achieve your goal is to stack empowering choices. To understand that the mind negotiates with itself and negotiation isn't necessary when you choose the most empowering choice and you use that as your guide. And I'm going to bring it back full circle. For me, when I make Empowering choice after empowering choice after empowering choice after empowering choice for a full day. And I go to sleep and I've made a, a full day of empowering choices in the morning when I wake up. The first thought is, let's fucking go. It's time to change lives. And that is what I want for myself.
because that's when my self-respect is at its highest level. And that's all inner wealth is, is self-respect, is appreciating who you are, the choices that you're making, how you're showing up, the contribution that you're making to society, the difference that you make, the impact that you make, that your life matters. These create and promote self-respect. And, and you can choose for yourself, but self-respect is all I've ever looked for and looked to create because when I don't respect myself, nothing else really, nothing else really feels good. But with a high level of self-respect, I feel like I can take on and conquer the world. And I know I make a meaningful difference in this world. Are you committed to making empowering thoughts? You get to decide for yourself. Hey, thanks for listening. For more free content, a list of upcoming events, or our life-changing offerings, visit our website at www.innerwealthglobal.com.